0: Now then, growing up uh, in England in the mid-80s, before cell phones and TikTok and Netflix and YouTube, myself and uh, most of my little friends were being encouraged by our parents and teachers to spend our free time having good, clean fun. Good, clean fun. Uh, and what that meant for a lot of little boys and girls, not me, incidentally, was joining their local chapters of the Brownies or the Cubs, or for the older kids, uh, the Girl Guides and the Girl Scouts. And weekends would be spent trying to earn those badges um, and building, you know, bivouacs out of tarpaulin and bits of 2 by four. Uh, It seems a long time ago now, and the children and young people of 2024 Feel very much removed from how we grew up as children, right? And and so I was quite surprised to learn that Girl Guiding actually remains really popular today. Marks the anniversary of the joint birthday of the founders of both the Boy G- Boy Scouts and Girl Guides, and it's celebrated um, by Scout and Guiding organisations around the world as World thinking day Uh, and here to tell us more about the history of the Girl Guides is Melinda Lottering who's the Regional Commissioner uh, for Girl Guides South Africa Cape West and on the line delighted that we're joined uh, by two young rangers uh, Alake Orossi and uh, Maddy Johnson a very good morning to you all Melinda good to have you in studio with us thanks so much for
1: joining us thank you so much for inviting us to be here so how long have the Girl Guides been around um, Girl Guides started in 1910, so and, and that is in, in South Africa as well. So we'll be celebrating our um, 115th anniversary in, in 2025. And what was the genesis of, of the Girl Guides? Did it just come off the back of the Boy Scouts? or it, it, It's an interesting story. Um, there was a huge rally at Crystal Palace um, in London. Um, Crystal Palace isn't a palace where a prince and a princess live no. it is it's like the cticc it's a big exhibition center and uh, there was a huge parade there for scouts and right at the back end of that parade came a gaggle of, of girls dressed in feminine scout uniforms and um lord baden powell marched down there to find out what what was going on because this is was not um the done thing in those days and said, who are you? And they said, we're the Girl Scouts. And he said, no, you're not Girl Scouts. Um, there isn't anything uh, called Girl Scouts. And they said, yes, there is, because we are Girl Scouts. So um, he was at a quandary. He was a career Um, army um, soldier knew nothing about boys uh, a girl sorry Um, and so he approached his sister to to help to to take over girl guides named them girl guides after the indian regiment that he came to know while he was serving in india and out of that grew girl guides what's the aim then what's the aim of the organization has it changed It, it hasn't it hasn't changed um we are still volunteer run Entirely volunteer-run. Um, all of our adults are, are volunteers, myself included. Um, we are still a values-based organisation. We still um, re- uh, uh, live by our motto, law, and our promise. Um, and so those combinations help to keep us um, uh, on the uh, on our on our path. Um, and we are also intergenerational. So our members are from four and a half years to. A hundred and and older, so so we have all of these intergenerational mix living a, a common law motto and promise.
0: What are some of those values then? What are some of the cornerstone values of the scap, of the
1: guide of the, the guides. So um, values such as honesty, um, trustworthiness. Um, uh, various life skills uh, to be a help in in society. Um, our our brownie motto is lend a hand. So we're, we're always available to to help the community. So we're very community oriented. Um, we uh, love helping out with environmental concerns. So we also will will help with any environmental concerns. So um, uh, reliability, those those types of values um, are, are very much encouraged with guiding.
0: I want to delve into a little bit more of of the organisation and some of the issues, particularly as you move forward in a modern society as a movement, how you Mm. address those. But before we do that, Mm. uh, I want to speak to a couple of young ladies who join us on the line, uh, Alake Arossi and also uh, Maddie Johnson, who are Rangers. Um, Alake, I'm going to start with you. A very good morning to you. Good morning. How long have you been a member of the Girl Guides and have you come up in the ranks? I Did you start in the teddies and then become a brownie and now you're in the guides?
2: No, so I didn't start as a teddy, I started as a brownie. Mm. And then I went up all the way to being a ranger and I finished my highest award in rangers, which is your protea award. Um, wow, I started in grade two, if, I can, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So... Yeah, grade two and then finished basically end of grade 11 because um, I, I turned 18, end of grade 11.
0: So, so you you I'm grew asking. up in the organisation to an extent, right? Yeah. What was it about about um, the, the guides that attracted you? Was it that a friend of yours was in and you wanted to join or had you just read about it somewhere? Why did you want to join the guides?
2: Um, I actually... Um, invited one of my friends to my birthday party and they couldn't make it and so then her mom asked if I wanted to join and I asked why she couldn't actually make it and she was on um, pack holiday as the brownies call it which is camping um, for brownies but they don't actually camp in tents, they more stay in dorm right. and I was interested and her mom asked if I wasn't interested because she was running, um, she runs Phyllis Armstrong, she runs the um, the Guide and Brownies here in George. Um, and I loved the fact that you could make your own food. That was one of my favorite <laughs> things. Um, and working with fire and it was just I was like, wow, this is cool. You know, and it was I, I just enjoyed it and you make new friends and people that you've never met and then you just Stick with them for a long time and you go through this journey. And that was one of my favorite things about um, joining the Guides um, organization. And I just, I'm just grateful that I joined it because I couldn't, I would probably, and also the child, I was a very shy person. Mm. And I got out of my comfort zone because cause it felt like family more, like then really good friends and close friends instead of just strangers to each other. So that, that really helped me push my boundaries of not being shy. And I don't think I would have been a very extroverted person if it wasn't for guides and rangers and brownies.
0: Maddie, I'm going to come to you now. Uh, good to have you. Maddie Johnson is also ranger in the Girl Guides. What have been some of the, the highlights of your time as part of the organization? And how do you think it's benefited you?
3: Well, I'm very keen on the outdoor side of things. Mm. And I feel like lots of organizations don't give you as much opportunity to explore in the outdoors in a safe environment like Guides does. So I would say some of my favorite opportunities have been um, all the hikes I've done all over South Africa in the past, Um, notable ones being we do a yearly um, hike the lion's head hike, which was amazing last year. It's an evening sort of affair. We go up Lion's Head all the way to the top and meet the other guide and range groups um, at the peak. So the hikes have been a brilliant part. Mm. Um, But I say also camping is a big aspect of it. Just getting out into the wilderness and learning more about your surroundings with other people.
0: For both of you, in terms of preparing you for for adulthood and and going out into the the big wide world, what do you imagine or what do you what do you see as some of the the key skills are that you've picked up because you know anyone um who has either been to you know a girls school or has spent an awful lot of time in in the company of girls know that sometimes those relationships can be quite difficult um particularly as you're coming of age but what do you think some of the the key skills are that you've learned perhaps even just in terms of communicating with others and, and working out conflict um will i'll ask you and then and then back to maddie
2: Um, for me I feel that it definitely taught me how to be independent like I think that I with what we do on our Friday meetings at times is we we don't just most people think we just sit around and have a chat but we actually do things like changing a tire on a car and I really think you know with nowadays people you know We need to, as young women and ladies, we need to be able at least to change a a wheel on a car, and that really has taught me that, you you know, if you're stuck somewhere, I can always be able or try and do it, and communication-wise as well, because not everyone gets along. It just teaches you to get along with people, even though you don't get along with them, and just to speak to people in different ways and approach people in different ways, because we're all different in our different you know we have different ways of talking to one another and reaching each other so it really just helps me with when i go out there that people are all different and then just helps me okay this is how i need to approach this person and that person Mm. so for me it really has helped me with that communication wise and obviously being a little bit independent and stuff as well
3: and maddie for you for me, it's been a lot about um, cooperation, mm. empathy and leadership, I would say. Um, the empathy side of things, you're dealing with people from well everywhere with so many different skills and as a leader, especially being an older ranger, it's your job to seek out those skills and really you know, help that person be the best person they can be in your, they're called patrols, in your group unit um, when accomplishing a task. And you really need empathy to do that. Maddie, why do you think
0: girls should join the Girl Guides?
3: Um, It's been absolutely invaluable to me. Um, Girls should join if they have at least the vaguest interest in growing to a confident, proud, honorable person that upholds good values and really gets to see the world. Maddie Johnson
0: and Alakea Rossi are two uh, members of the Girl Guides, both rangers, sharing their experiences with us this morning. Today uh, is World Thinking Day, which is uh, falls on the uh, anniversary of the birth—hold on—anniversary of the birthdays of the founding members, uh, Lord Baden Powell and Lady Baden. And Lady uh, and the voice that you hear there is uh, Melinda Lottering, who also joins us uh, this morning to uh, give us an overview. Melinda is the Regional Commissioner um, of the Girl Guide South Africa in Cape West. Thank you very much indeed to Alake and uh, Maddy, by the way, just for sharing their experiences. Um, so really what I've taken away from their experiences, that or, or from their uh, from their sharing is that this is somewhere where they can um, be challenged, where they are safe um where they can explore um and, and really reach potential and perhaps grow skills that they might not necessarily be able to have an opportunity to do in in school maybe or in other settings.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yes.
0: I want to talk a little bit about the Um, (laughs) Baden-Powell's Lord Baden-Powell is a very controversial character there are statues of him that have been defaced and torn down and and he particularly has a uh, you know quite a a controversial history in South Africa how when you have somebody who is the founding member of a of an organisation that a lot of people have a lot of time and respect for but the the founder of that organisation is quite controversial how do you deal with that with with your young women
1: um, it's it's very interesting um, uh, and and it's it's fascinating to read his his history, um, but I think the takeaway from everything that he has done is that he has um, started a worldwide movement that has influenced the youth, um, and so you know, we we can't really comment too much on on his past. Although I must say that Lady Baden Powell was instrumental in encouraging um a, a girl guide south africa to become combined because because of apartheid they were separate um and she was the the driving force behind getting them together so um so clearly their their um their attitudes changed over over time um and so um our first um interracial camp was held in nineteen seventy nine um, which which was quite groundbreaking um, and, and I think that you know they they, they, they worked with with, um, with with great challenges um, and and you know here we are today yeah. with, with an organization that is is worldwide and and helps so many so many young people mm-hmm. um, and and it, it has just grown.
0: Uh, 11.23, we're talking about the history of the Girl Guides today. I would love to hear from you if you uh, were growing up a member of the Girl Guides, the Boy Scouts, the Boy... What do you call them? The Cubs, the Brownies, any of that, the Rainbows, the Teddies. uh, Do let me know, maybe share some of your memories. Um, My brother was a Cub, I remember, and he used to go to uh, Cub Scouts on a... I can't believe I can remember this. On a Wednesday evening, it felt like evening, it probably wasn't. It was probably about half past five, but when you're very, very small... Dark means late. Um, and every Wednesday we had the same challenge, where's his woggle?
3: <laughs> every single...
0: <laughs> every single Wednesday evening there would be a frantic dash to find Adam's woggle. Where had it gone? The woggle being the... the. What, how would one... We... It's a a
1: tie to hold your scarf together. Thank you very much. A
0: tie to hold your scarf together. Please share with me uh, your memories of being part of the Girl Guides, Boy Scouts, Cubs, Brownies, Teddies et al. Uh, We've got a voice note. Let's take a listen.
4: Hi there. My name is Angela. I am currently the Scout Group leader of the first Muesenberg Sea Scout Group. I got involved with the Scout movement in 2016 when my niece became a cub and I haven't looked back. To say that Scouting is an exceptional youth movement is an understatement. Not only have I seen the incredible way it has developed my own family and provided them with skills well beyond their years, but I see children from all walks of life come through this movement and grow from strength to strength. Scouting not only teaches children how to engage in the outdoors in a safe way, it also develops them into leaders who take responsibility for their community and their environment. Scouting is the largest youth movement in the world and a wonderful adventure for children from the age of five all the way up to adulthood. There are honestly not enough words to describe how much scouting means to myself and my family. I highly, highly, highly recommend it.
0: Thank you very much indeed for that. Uh, Something that I've picked up on is, um, and I wanted to talk a little bit further, is about the fact that, you know, 115 years, long time. There have been an Mm. awful lot of changes um, Mm. in society globally since then. How have Mm. the Girl Guides kept up with those. Um, I was reading some, some fascinating um, articles uh, around um, the, the inclusivity and I know that the UK, Canada, Australia those arms of the Girl Guides welcomes mm. trans girls, people who identify as non-binary but who were assigned female at birth. Does mm. South Africa follow suit in that regard?
1: Um, because we are a movement this is a, a conversation that we have Constantly. Um, we have always been inclusive of, of, of girls from your tomboys that t- don't want to do the, the typical girly thing from your girls who are neuro di- neurodivergent, um, handicapped. There is a place for every child everywhere. And so we must constantly find those places for those children. I think that's probably quite encouraging
0: um you know I've got a four and a half year old so where would she fit? In your in the structure
1: of the where would she go? So so we have our youngest branch, which are teddies. So she'd be a teddy, four and a half to seven. Okay, yes. okay. So when I think about the
0: the world that she lives in and the uh, where we live and us as a family, I like the idea that she goes to spend time with a group of people who um, are across all demographics that um, nobody would be excluded, um, and and so. The girl, you were confident in saying that the girl guides would be a offer that would would find a place yes yeah are they difficult discussions that you have sometimes around that because yes. i imagine that there would be some people the fact that you are diverse always is going to mean that there are going to be some people who think that certain individuals maybe don't belong
1: in absolutely yes group. yes yeah. Oh, absolutely yes um just because that has been the, the way of thinking up until very recently. And sometimes attitudes take a while to change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's
0: 1128. It's still time for you to share, uh, a, your thoughts on well, or whether you were a brownie, a cub, a teddy, a Girl Scout, a rainbow. I think they're called in the, uh, in the UK. Uh, let's take a listen to a couple more of your voice notes.
3: Hi, uh I am Joshua Grunbaum. I am currently the quartermaster for First Somerset West Scout Group. And one of my favorite memories is when I more recently went on the Cedarberg Senior Scout Adventure. So that was back in twenty twenty one, I think. Can't quite remember. But that is a major scouting event that we have scouts coming all over the country to the Cedarbrook Mountain Range to do a multi-day hike with all sorts of different adventures and stuff. And despite the fact that I got injured, it's still one of my best memories.
2: Hi, SJ. Donovan here, Cape Town. Lovely story about the Cubs, Girl Scouts, and Boy Scouts. Um, I'm now 40 years old, and I've still got my woggle. Um, but i find it quite amusing I remember I had the same issue trying to look for it (laughs) just before each session but yeah I still got mine and fond memories taught me a hell of a lot Um, so yeah great, great movement, thanks for the stories
0: thanks very much indeed for that, Melinda before we let you go if people would like to get in touch with you and are thinking oh this might be nice for my uh, young person, how would they do that?
1: Uh yes we have a website um uh, capewestgirlguides.org.za, where you can contact us. Wonderful stuff. Thanks.